Police General Oscar Albayalde steps down as chief of the Philippine National Police amid a growing controversy on rogue officers. Meanwhile, Lieutenant General Archie Gamboa temporarily takes over as police chief until President Rodrigo Duterte appoints a replacement. The chief executive, unaware that Albayalde would give up his post, according to presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo. And in Japan, the death toll from Typhoon Hagibis climbs to at least 35. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Philippine Police Chief Oscar Albayalde relinquishes his post weeks ahead of his mandatory retirement. Albayalde has been accused of protecting his subordinates who allegedly recycle illegal drugs seized in a controversial bust in 2013 when he was still chief of the Pampanga Police. Details of the raid were revealed during a Senate probe where some retired generals testified against Albayalde. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to talk to the SILG Secretary Eduardo Año about the events that have transpired in recent days, particularly the Senate investigation on the alleged Agaw Bato issue in which I am being implicated. After careful thought and deliberation, I have come to the decision to relinquish my post as Chief PNP effective today and go on non-duty status. I have submitted my letter of intent to Secretary Año, which he accepted and favorably endorsed to the President. Since I am retiring compulsory on November 8, 2019, this will pave the way for the appointment of my replacement should the President so desire. Albayalde will continue to hold on to his four-star rank until he formally retires on November 8th. Police Deputy Chief for Administration Lieutenant General Archie Gamboa will temporarily serve as chief until President Duterte appoints a replacement. With this responsibility, I assure the continuous implementation of all ongoing campaign plans on internal security, anti-criminality, anti-illegal drugs, and anti-corruption in line with the national priorities and direction of President Rodrigo R. Duterte, who is expected to appoint the 23rd Chief PNP in the coming days. General Albayalde will be entitled to retirement benefits until proven guilty of the allegations against him. That's according to Interior and Local Government Secretary Eduardo Año, who says Albayalde will be presumed innocent and entitled to due process. Pinasuhan siya ng criminally mm. or administratively. Mm. Uh, pag lumabas yung decision o resolution nun, doon na maapektuhan yung delegation niya. Anyo adds Albayalde stepped down from his post on his own volition, a decision Albayalde had been considering to spare the president and the police force from further controversy. Kasi last week pa niya, pinapag-complete yan. Manguli na nga rin sa sakin. Nasabi ko, pag-isipan mo kung ano mas mabuti para sa organization. And finally, this weekend, we finally decided and we submitted formally the letter to me 
he checked the horizon to the president and accepted the president. Malacanang denying any hand in Albayalde's decision to relinquish his post. President Duterte's spokesperson Salvador Panelo tells ANC he does not know if the chief executive has already chosen a replacement or if there is any other or if there is another position waiting for Albayalde. Panelo adds Duterte has not wavered on his drug war despite the so-called ninja cop scandal. I don't know whether the office of the president expected that. But I can only speculate, because I cannot read his mind. Perhaps he has had enough of the accusations, the innuendos about his involvement in the drug uh, case. That's why he decided, given the fact, according to him, that even his family is suffering from this unfair and false, according to him, accusation. On the part of the president, it has not changed. The result is there. The focus is there but, but, until the end of his term. In Japan, the death toll from Typhoon Hagibis climbs to at least 35. 177 others were hurt while 15 are missing after the storm paralyzed Tokyo on Saturday and dumped record levels of rain. About 100,000 homes were also left without electricity. Tens of thousands of troops and rescue workers were deployed to save stranded residents. But rescue efforts were hindered after more than 20 rivers burst their banks and dozens more overflowed. Public broadcaster NHK warned the rivers could cause more damage. The Philippines ready to help Japan in the aftermath of Typhoon Hagibis. According to President Duterte's spokesperson, Salvador Panelo, the Office of the President has asked the Department of Foreign Affairs to get in touch with their Japanese counterpart to offer possible humanitarian assistance. Panelo adds the Philippine Embassy in Tokyo is monitoring the situation and coordinating with members of the Filipino community in typhoon-affected areas the U.S. withdrawing the bulk of American troops from northern Syria in the coming days. That's a faster-than-expected timeline amid Turkey's escalating offensive against Kurdish fighters. U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper announced and Sunday he was acting on orders from President Donald Trump to begin the withdrawal. Trump defended the move, arguing, quote, endless wars must end. There are around a thousand American forces in northern Syria. Last weekend, Trump decided to remove a small number of U.S. forces from the region. The U.S. says it will not defend the Syrian Kurdish fighters from Turkish forces, even though the Kurds fought alongside American soldiers against the Islamic State terror group. Another night of violent clashes in Hong Kong as protesters targeted shopping malls and metro stations Sunday. The rally started out peacefully around midday, but by late afternoon, hardcore activists in black trashed shops and metro stations and erected roadblocks around the city. Protesters also set ATMs on fire as they staged a cat-and-mouse game with riot police who threw tear gas to disperse them. Numerous arrests were made. Hong Kong has been battered by four months of protests which began in opposition to a now-abandoned extradition bill. It has since widened into a pro-democracy movement. The unrest has plunged the city into its worst crisis since the British handover in 1997.
Over in the U.S., the son of former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden breaks his silence after U.S. President Donald Trump criticized him over his business dealings with other countries. Through his attorney, Hunter Biden said he was stepping down from the board of a Chinese company that has been the subject of criticism from Trump and his allies. But Biden also asserted his business activities were done independently and he never discussed them with his father. Hunter added he would not work for a foreign-owned company if his father is elected president in 2020. Trump's accusations against Hunter and the president's efforts to get Ukrainian officials to probe the Bidens led House Democrats to begin an impeachment inquiry. Democrats assert Trump risked U.S. national security when he pressed Ukraine to investigate the Bidens for his own political gain. Biden is considered the Democrats' front-runner to go against Trump in next year's presidential election. The Philippine government and the Filipino sporting community raises a toast to 19-year-old gymnast Kaloy Yulo's golden finish at the Gymnastics World Championship since Chitgart, Germany. Leanne Casillo has mourned the Filipinos' historic victory. The youngest and smallest in the field of world-class gymnasts competing in the FIG World Championships in Stuttgart, Germany, 19-year-old Carlos Caloy Yulo of the Philippines stunned the gymnastics world with his sensational routine in the finals of the floor exercise. Coming in seventh after the qualifying rounds, Yulo needed to raise his game. His decision to elevate the difficulty of his routine paid off as he scored a solid 15.3 in the finals. Yulo beat eight gymnasts in the finals to take gold, including top qualifier Artem Dolgyopat from Israel, who settled for the silver with a score of 15.2. The bronze went to Rutang Xiao from China. Yulo, the lone Philippine entry, becomes the first ever Filipino to win gold at the Gymnastics World Championships. His history-making feat qualified him for the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. The 4-foot-11 Filipino also finished 10th in the all-events finals. Philippine gymnastics head Cynthia Carion, who witnessed the victory in Germany, is ecstatic that Yulo's hard work and dedication has finally borne fruit. Carion has been raising funds for Yulo's training in Japan, funded by the Philippine Sports Commission and the MVP Foundation. Yulo has been training in Japan the last six years under Japanese coach Munehiro Kugimiya. Philippine Sports Commission Chairman Butch Ramirez hailed Yulo's golden performance in the World Championships. Ramirez says President Duterte is happy with Yulo's first place finish. Diane Castillejo, ABS-CBN News. Well, aside from Carlos Yulo, another Filipino achieved sports glory this past weekend, this time in the sport of boxing. Neshti Patesho closed out her campaign in the ABA Women's World Boxing Championship in Russia with a split decision victory against Russian Lyudmila Vorontsove in the featherweight finals. Despite fighting in front of a highly partisan crowd, Patesho kept her composure and delivered the clearer and more solid blows in the three-round affair. ABS-CBN was a big winner at the 33rd Philippine Movie Press Club Star Awards for TV Sunday. The Capamila Network was named Best TV Station as a number of its shows and artists also took home awards. Angel Luxin is Best Actress for her role in The General's Daughter, which was named Best Primetime TV Series. 
As for best news show and public affairs show, those went to TV Patrol and The Bottom Line, respectively. Meanwhile, it's back-to-back -back victory as best travel show for G Diaries. That's as the ecotourism program of former, or that's the ecotourism for, of program of former environment chief, the late Gina Lopez. Before we go, have you ever wanted to walk on water? Well, now you can, thanks to this pair of sneakers. Nike has recently released what it calls Jesus Shoes. These sneakers have water from the Jordan River injected into its soles, which have been blessed by a priest. The kicks also feature a miniature crucifix, frankincense-scented wood insoles, and a single drop of blood on the tongue to symbolize Jesus. They're currently sold out, but a restock will happen on October 22nd. But what's the price tag for these shoes? Nearly $1,500 or about 75,000 pesos. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.